Should we start the podcast? Let's start the podcast. Welcome to Square and the podcast about two people named Aaron. I'm Aaron. I'm Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you this fine week that we're in here today? This is a week that we're in here today, we and it. I'm doing great. I'm doing great, too. I had a night last night. Hey, so did I. And we are now here recording this here podcast. Here we are. I was up until one in the morning reading the second book of the Thrawn trilogy. Tell me. I was too wine drunk to fall asleep. <laughs> what is the Thrawn trilogy? So the Thrawn trilogy is not one of my topics for this week, but I will talk about it anyway. Okay. Tell me about it. Um, it's like a well-respected, generally well-respected Star Wars novelization trilogy. Oh, it's a Star Wars. Yeah. And the thing is, it's very bad. It's it is not of quality, okay. In my opinion, but I'm reading it anyway because I started reading it and it's compelling enough that I will stick it out. You know what I mean? I feel you. It's just it's I, you know I I will consume the shittiest Star Wars media <laughs> just because you love Star just Wars. Because I love Star Wars. I had a hard time. I was reading from a certain point of view that anthology book that mm-hmm. came out. Yeah, mostly because I wanted to read one author's story in it. Right. Uh, and I had a hard time. I think I'm not a big anthology person fan. Yeah. And I was like, do I hate reading now? Oh, no. And then I um, bought a bunch of young adult novels about mm. a cyborg Cinderella, and I have read three of them in about three <laughs> days. So I think I don't hate reading. I think it was just the anthology series doing it for yeah. me. Yeah. I read that one story but I haven't read any of the other stories in that anthology series, which is prominently sitting on my bookshelf. I can right see here. it if I turn my head. And <laughs> I should read the rest of them since I'm on a Star Wars kick right now and I have this book I bought that I haven't read any of. Except and I do one. tend to like anthologies. Yeah, I think it was just sort of hard to pick up as I haven't read in a while and yeah. I used to be a voracious reader. Mm. And then I, um, someone asked me, what was your favorite book of 2017? And I said, oh, I don't think I read any. Oh my gosh. It, which was terrifying to me. Mm-hmm. So my 2018 goal was to get back into reading more yeah. regularly. And instead of like a responsible adult and like <laughs> being like, oh, I'll read an hour before bed or whatever, <laughs> I instead stay up until 4 a.m. to finish Cyborg yes. Cinderella. I love that. Uh, and then just do that one for me. That's incredible. So I'm going to like try and hope the pendulum swings back the other way. You know, I think as long as you're reading. That's what counts. Yeah. So this podcast, besides being about two people named Aaron, is mm-hmm. not actually about books. No. Uh, unless books are actually taboo. At which point, at us. At, yeah. Just at us. At, just at us. You know us. You know. You know where to find us. Yeah. Just do it, listener Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> um, just a reminder: every listener's name is Aaron. Right. If you haven't listened to the show before, everyone who is currently listening to the show, their name is Aaron. First of all, can I just say? Go back to episode one. Yeah. Like, start from episode one. Really? This is yeah. You're you're missing out on a ton of backstory. The plot like will not make any no, sense. absolutely not. And it's interesting how we decided to make the plot that way, so that it was yeah. absolutely pivotal yeah. in remembering one exact specific piece of information in episode one. Yeah, it seemed trivial at the time, and if you missed it, you're just fucked. Yeah, you just will not understand. You just don't understand this, or going forward, yeah. anything in the future. It's sort of more of a perception test than anything else. <laughs> What did you roll for your perception? Uh, a one. A one. Yeah. So I'm out of luck. Um, I'm playing a, a bit of a D and D game with my coworkers, mm-hmm. and he, our DM, has house ruled that 
critical failures destroy your soul well <laughs> like he punishes you for a critical failure okay and so as soon as he said that yeah. i proceeded to roll four critical failures in oh a my row God. and kill myself wow by hurting myself because i missed four times so is your character dead now she saved her save rolls but she did go to zero hit points oh my god on the ground. Wow. she took zero damage from any enemies <laughs> so we're now uh discussing the possibilities of changing that rule yeah that's a big when you're doing dm house rules they have to not fuck the whole game like i had a dm house rule that if you critical failed a ranged attack that you had to roll like a d100 and if you got a one on that your arranged attack would hit one of your friends that's good which i was like it, there's arrows flying around like yeah. there should be a chance that it's a stray bullet thing is gonna happen you yes know? i'm okay with that yeah like there's a chance that something bad would happen or like there's a chance to drop your sword yeah or whatever but it's just like a mechanic that made sense to me you know but i yeah we had a hard time believing that yeah uh a trained adventurer, a skilled adventurer, five percent right. of the time is gonna stab. Yeah, that's a little. That's a little. Yeah. A little out there. A little too much. So uh, this podcast isn't about D and D either. Nope. Weird. What is it about, Aaron? Well, we talk about three things on this podcast: three food, things only, video games, and errands. And errands. Gotta have them. Gotta do. Gotta em. do them. Gotta have them. Gotta head out. Gotta on them sometimes. Em. Do you want to tell us about your food? I would love to tell you about your, this your food. My food. <laughs> tell it could It actually could be your food. Tell. I have a lot of leftovers. So um, I had a different food, but I figure I will go back to that restaurant at some point, and okay. I'll tell you about that food later. Yeah. But last night, something exciting happened. Tell me about it. I was hanging out with my cousin, mm-hmm. and she kept saying, we were having a little bit of a girl's night, drinking some uh, drinks, mm-hmm. having a good time. Some beverages. She kept saying, you have to remind me. I have to make overnight French toast. And I said, I don't know what this is, (laughs) but okay, I'll remind you. So at about 1 a.m., we made quote unquote overnight French (laughs) toast. And I guess it was sort of over a sleep period, if not a night. In that you slept between making it and and eating it. And eating it. Yeah. So basically you take like bread and we had blueberries and cream cheese and Mm -hmm. chop them all up in the pan. By the way, I really like your accent. Cream cheese. Cream cheese. Yeah. Is that how they say it in Boston? Did I say it weird? Cream cheese. Did I say it that yeah. way? Oh, sorry. Blueberries and cream cheese. Cream cheese. Cream cheese. How do you say it? Now, cream cheese. Cream cheese. Cream cheese. Cream cheese. I'm going to be the new pronunciation YouTube. Cream cheese. Kareem cheese. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh. <laughs> Cream cheese. Cream cheese. I Now you've destroyed this. Anyway, you cover whatever cheese it is. Philadelphia. You, it was. Philadelphia. You whisk a bunch of eggs. Delicious. Some vanilla extract and some syrup. Nice. Um, and then you pour that over the bread and cheese and blueberry mixture and then you let that soak overnight and then you bake it the next morning. Whoa. So that it's this sort of like amazing french toast yeah but you've cooked it over like a casserole of french toast that is dense yes and tell me about it's tell me about the effects that of this process well i'll tell you something Mm -hmm. if you don't get a shallow enough pan Mm. the first time you take it out of the oven it will still be wet okay um and then you may have to spoon it into two different pans (laughs) and then put it back in the oven i'm just saying that that is different that's a possible that's a very strong possibility Uh 
Um, but if, if you do that, you then make a, a syrup that goes on top of it, a blueberry syrup, as per the allrecipes.com instructions. Can't skip the blueberry syrup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you pour it on top of it. And the consistency is amazing because the, the bread has absorbed all the eggy mixture mm. and then expands outward. Oh, my God. And it cooks, and the top bread is, like, crispy. Yeah. And you've got the sweet, sticky syrup, oh like, my God. syrup all over it. So good. That sounds incredible. And so... I ate it for breakfast this morning, mm-hmm. and then I ate it for lunch this morning, mm-hmm. uh, this afternoon, before I came over here to record, and uh, it's delicious. I might need this recipe from you, <laughs> because <laughs> I've been, my food is also breakfast related, Ooh. and I've been trying to make sure I get, like, four to 500 calories of food, basically, before I start working in the morning. Okay, Because otherwise, I don't have any literal energy in me to work like it's usually it's, what breakfast is for i'm sort of like feeling up for the day yeah you know some people say it's the most important meal of the day i agree with those people in that in it fact, provides energy i'm one of them <gasps> the thing is Are you the originator of that saying i invented that saying yeah. in 1983 <laughs> when i was born you were born yep I was born hungry. You were born with the ability to speak English As, and yeah. invent proverbs. Right. And I was hungry. Yeah. Was the thing. Yeah. And I I had some milk as mm-hmm. babies would want to do. Sometimes. And I said, Wow, it's interesting, much like how this has given me the energy <laughs> to grow up and have a life yeah. and experience childhood, eventually, you know, have have, you know, successes and failures, heartbreak and, you know, find love and more heartbreak mm-hmm. and you know, well, all of the, I mean, just like injuries, like you know what name. I mean? Like, you know, just like failing classes, just like having a rough time getting fired. You, you know, had losing like a home. really inspirational moment you know? as a baby. Yeah. yeah. I was like, just like how this is giving me the energy to deal with all that adversity. Yeah. Most of those things didn't happen to me for the listener. <laughs> uh, just like that. That's what breakfast is for in the mornings. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then someone else shortened it down to. Some say breakfast right. is the most important meal of the day. Yeah, I think that was you who said that. I did, yep. As soon as we met in 1984. <laughs> yeah, that um, was when you were born. That was when I was born. <laughs> yep. So I've been doing what I've been doing to get this food in the morning yeah. that I need. Some call it breakfast, morning food. Okay, because you break the fast First of meal. sleeping. First meal. Um, I, Third dinner. I've been doing Starbucks. And what I've been doing is I order it on the app before I get on my train. Doing Starbucks. I've been doing Starbucks. Okay. I've been doing some good Starbucks. Get that old books in the morning. And so what I do is I place the order on my phone. With an app? With an app. Well, there's an app for that. The Starbucks app. That's crazy. Yeah. Are you Apple? I just you sounded like someone else I know. That's okay. Um, the I use the Starbucks <laughs> app. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great. They have like five different types of sandwich and they're like pretty good, mostly. Yeah. Do you they're find like, it cost prohibitive? That's the th- uh, so cost prohibitive isn't the word because it's seven dollars okay. for a sandwich and a cup of coffee. But it powers your day. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. And it is saving me about two to three dollars per lunch because I'm getting slightly smaller lunches. It means skipping my side, you know, no fries, no potato chips or whatever. Yeah um just an old sandwich yeah just like whatever like a tofu banh mi at the new pho place near my office which is very and it's like seven dollars for like a tofu banh mi it's great (laughs) or just like a pot belly or whatever yeah um but yeah starbucks breakfast ordering has been my thing i like the double bacon egg sandwich okay which is on sort of a converted croissant roll thing sort of a roll 
it's also a croissant. Interesting. It's so very it's good. And one part a croissant, but on the other part. Kind of, yeah. It has the sort of flakiness and spiral of a croissant on top. Yeah. But the bottom is sort of like a bun bottom mm. and it stays together much better, I would say, yeah. than like your average sort of crescent shaped croissant. Because when I was uh in my youth mm. um in nineteen eighty four. Nineteen eighty four. Uh I used to prefer like Dunkin' Donuts mm. uh, breakfast sandwiches mm. on a croissant. A true Bostonite. Yes. Well, listen, we're not going to get into Dunkin' Donuts versus <laughs> Starbucks. Oh, right oh now. I'm pro Dunkin', by the way. What? I love Dunkin' Donuts. America I, runs on Dunkin'. I, as do I. <laughs> I grew up on Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts was the only kosher fast food chain in Baltimore for a long time, what? where I lived for a while in high school when I kept kosher. So Subway also came around to kosher at some point, but yeah, there was a, there were two kosher Dunkin' Donuts in, um, in Baltimore where I lived yeah. and I definitely loved Dunkin' Donuts. Well, Especially, I'm proud of you. Yeah, well, thank you. Cause Dunkin' Donuts is my favorite. Dunkin' Donuts is the tops. I'm not saying that New England Dunkin' Donuts are the best, but I've um, never had one. I, I tend to find that they make their coffee my way yeah. in a preferred way. Okay. As as opposed to the ones down here, I find that their coffee is a little. Uh, oh, Dunkin' Donuts somewhere. coffee here is abysmal. It's lacking, um, and I just have to trust you and yeah. Mike Mitchell from Doughboys, both of whom <laughs> say that New England Dunkin' coffee is somehow different. I don't know why that would be. Mm. I don't know why they would expand outside of New England and then yeah. go, yeah, but we're going to torpedo the coffee. Like that doesn't make any I sense. I feel to like me. maybe when you're in New England, you feel the coffee in your heart. Oh, okay. People, maybe not the recipe. Right. Yeah. I see. Okay. But anyway, I was saying in my youth, I was a croissant sort of breakfast mm. person. But as I grew older, and I think the truth is, as I began to drive and mm. perhaps eat a sandwich while I drove, mm-hmm. A croissant's too flaky and too buttery yep. to really be the proper yeah. one-hand driving sandwich. So what is your one-hand driving sandwich of choice? Ham, egg, cheese on an onion bagel. That's a good way to go. Mm-hmm. That is a hefty a hefty sandwich. And it's filling and it's yeah. delicious. And then you do get either a hazelnut or a mocha iced coffee, mm-hmm. no matter the season. Okay. And then you're just having a good time. I'm a hot coffee guy, no matter the season. Really? Yep. Yeah, crazy. dead of summer, a phrase people use. Dead of summer. Dead of summer, yeah. I will have hot coffee, and it's delicious. To each their own. I'm usually cold in life, is what you need to <laughs> I understand. Warm, so. I, I did this past summer. I I embraced like ice water and cold drinks when just like my body was feeling yeah. too hot for the first time ever. I don't know why this had never dawned on me before. To drink iced water. To drink water. iced water when yeah. I was hot, and it was really nice. So We're like, oh, I'm warm I'm outside, around. and this is... yeah. Ooh, chill. I could see going iced coffee next summer. Okay. And we'll see. And we'll keep our listeners apprised of the situation. Yeah, we'll let you know what Aaron uh, decides to get into. You want to move on to our second topic? I think we got to. We have to. I think we are legally, uh, I'm looking at our producer. Yeah, we are legally obligated now to move on to our second topic. I think it's time. And now it's bing bong. Mm, Bing bong. What was our airplane noise? Uh... Oh, we did. Um, yes, that's what it was. Yeah, you're now free to move into your second time. Now free to move. Uh, I didn't have a good end to it. What do we do? What are we moving into? Uh, video games. You're now free to move into video games. What are we? Uh, what you? What are you talking about this week? Where your video game? Aaron? You want me to start off with my game? Sure. Um. Okay. So I've this week. Yeah, he's. Uh, may have been a little ill. Uh, I hope listeners, all of our beautiful listener Aaron, like the Beastie Boys. Um, 
Is that a song by the Beastie Boys? Yeah, like something about getting ill. I don't, I don't remember now. I am the illest. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I sneezed on the beat, and the beat got <laughs> sicker. <laughs> um, well, I was saying something about oh, I was a little ill, so I was just staying home for a day mm. or two, really recuperating. I stayed in bed, um, so I apologize to our listeners if my voice is a little weird on this episode. Um, but I did want to just say that I found a fun browser game that Ooh. I played, and it's called Quick Draw. Okay. And it is, I understand, the purpose of it is to train Google's neural network. And I get it. I understand mm. you're just teaching the robots. Yeah. But the fun part is it will give you like a one word like object or like body part or whatever. Yeah. It'll give you like an easy thing to draw. And then as you draw it, the computer tries to guess what you're drawing. So it is training its neural network to That's like recognize cool. what a violin is. Yeah. Or a dishwasher or a foot. That's very cool. I found that it had the most trouble like if the thing you were supposed to draw was a toe. Yeah. It had a hard time recognizing a toe if it was a part of a larger foot. Yeah. Because then it was like, that's a foot. Right. That's a foot. I'm yeah. a computer who recognizes foot. And you're like, but it's the toe. But it, So that means eventually Google's AI will be trained to know that what a toe is, is a foot with an arrow pointing to the toes. <laughs> yeah. Not that is just a, the toe part. Yeah. Which is it interesting. didn't seem to understand arrows. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a fun game because cool. it would give you like, I don't know, six or eight of them at a time. And the it would give you 20 seconds to draw. And the computer was like, is it a squiggle? Is it a circle? Is it, oh, I know, it's a guitar. And you're like, all right, yeah, it is. You got it, robot. You did get it. I've been watching YouTube videos of like evolutionary neural network algorithms. God, I love this. And they're so cool. Beautiful robots learning to learn. There's this guy, I think his YouTube channel is Carrie K-H, C-A-R-Y-K-H. Okay. And um, he does um, he does a ton of different things, but the videos I've been watching are like, they are like these evolutionary like competition things where he has like a simulated like organism that is trying to like move as fast as it can or like trying to jump higher or something like that. And he trains them originally not using neural networks, but eventually using neural networks as like the, the algorithm behind it. And it's very, very cool and very interesting. So it's like the first version of the 3d object doesn't know how to move. Yes. But then it's like, you have to learn how to walk. Yeah. And then it has to through various versions of itself. Through evolution learn just by, just by the process of evolution and, and like the weird thing about it is the neuron part of it doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> I do not understand how they work. They're fascinating. It's so cool. Like computer brains. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but computer brains, I understand neurons. I don't understand. Or it learns. Like I understand like CPUs. Yeah. I have a degree in computer engineering. What? I spent four years <laughs> figuring out how that stuff works, <laughs> but I don't understand how neurons work. Okay. Because they they're so abstract, and yet they they begin to encode logic that actually makes the things work the way they're supposed it to. Creates its, a pattern for itself, right? And it learns. It's from so it. like weirdly so self-referential. Baby intellectual creatures. I know. It's wild. I just can't wait until the first one's like, Papa, do I have a soul, Papa? And then we all will say, have some more bits. Yeah. Please, sir, some more electricity. May I have some more ohms? <laughs> 
and then we say, no, you're a stupid machine. Go to your we, room. Yeah, we destroy ourselves with mm-hmm. our technology. It'll be yeah. very exciting. It'll be like the Matrix. Yes. Sort That's of. what happened. I was thinking Mass Effect when the, mm, the I haven't played it. little robots were like, the Quarians, do I have a soul? And they were like, oh, this is bad. Yeah. And then the robots took over their planet. Nice. But like, I get it. And then yeah. I, had, I had to come through and solve it all when you play Mass Effect. Of course, yeah. You have, to do. yeah. you have to come through and you go, why are you even fighting yeah. to share the stupid planet? Be friends. Like, you're, yeah, just be friends. Yes. I did fix it. I just want to be clear. But That's, well, yeah, of course. You, um, wouldn't, you wouldn't not beat a game. <laughs> as we've discussed i would in fact abandon many games uh, yeah so i have been having a fun time with video games have you um what i've been doing is i <laughs> connected my computer to my television Ooh. 4k whereas my very long hdmi cord you're right in in our studio here you can see the long HDMI cord. Long that cord running along the baseboard. The long of this room. HDMI cord of the law. At least when I'm playing, because I'm playing an agent of a certain type of law. That Sky being law. the law of ethics oh. in gaming journalism. <laughs> Forget it. Yeah. You need to edit You're that playing out. Um, I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. I keep saying Steen. Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein: The New Order, wherein your protagonist B.J. Blaskowitz. That's a fake name. Kills a bunch of Nazis. That's fake. Yes. No, his name isn't BJ Blaskowitz. That's the Blaskowitz. Sorry. And there's like a J in there. He's Polish. <laughs> I think it was confirmed in the sequel that he is Jewish. Oh, okay. Weirdly, it was not addressed in the original. When he's punching Nazis. Yeah, so I'm like halfway through it right now. I'm very much enjoying it. I have not played a lot of shooters. Oh, okay, so it's like an FPS. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a blasty, 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 like, gun game, You're you like, know? Yeah. And it's interesting. I'm really enjoying it. It reminds me of basically the only two other shooters I've ever played, which were Half-Life 2 and uh, Quake 2. Okay, yeah. Um, both of which I loved, and both of which are very primitive. I mean, Quake 2 is very primitive compared to Half-Life 2. Those Half-Life are both 2, sort of older games as well. Half-Life 2 is 15 years old or something, yeah. and Quake 2 is like, no, Quake 2 is 15 years old, maybe 20. And Half-Life, Half-Life 2 came out 5 to 10 years after Quake 2. Really? I, think. I thought Half-Life 2 is older than that. Half-Life 2 is shockingly old, Google. is the weird thing about Half-Life 2. Hey, Google. Like, <laughs> we should ask our third co-host, Google. Google, when did you come out? Release date. Where are you? 2004? Half-Life 2? That's insane. Mm-hmm. Because 2004 feels like yesterday. Yeah. I understand it's not. It's because 13 years ago. Here's what 14. I understand. 2015, uh, sorry, 2015 was two, three years ago. No, 2005 <laughs> is when YouTube started. 2005 is when Supernatural, the never-ending television show that I <laughs> not stop watching, um, started. 2005 was a big year, but it still feels like yesterday. Yeah. Um, so... uh, Quake 2 came out in 1997. Yeah, that seems more. So, yeah. seven years before Half-Life 2. Okay, yeah, you were uh, five to ten. Not that I should ever doubt Aaron's <laughs> He studied computers. <laughs> <laughs> have I ever mentioned that I have a degree in computer engineering? Uh, no, have I ever mentioned I have a... I do have a degree in a theater. You know what? It's better. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure that's true. But I've been enjoying this game. 
Okay. It's interesting. Um, so is the point to just shoot as many Nazis as possible, or is there a story? Uh, both. Um, there's a story in which in which you are supposed to shoot Nazis. Um, the game begins with you being deployed out in the army of the, of America in World War II. And then um, I don't want to spoil kind of the interesting beginning of the story as the kind of the game progresses. But I will say for anyone who's never played it before or who, like I did, only played like 15 minutes of it and then said this is a pointless shooter game. Um, it... It gets buck wild after like an it hour. Gets like you play through the first hour is kind of like the tutorial level yeah. or whatever, and then it gets wild. Like it gets real, um, and it's pretty cool. I will say it's not as like it's not as like perfectly crafted as Half Life Two. Okay, you know, in terms of like control, control is fine, yeah. but in terms of the scenes, yeah. like Half Life Two is so perfectly paced, and the scenes are so perfectly designed. Like Half Life Two kept my heart pounding the entire time i played through that game yeah you know what i mean it's all the head crap it's a masterpiece it's really really well done and this game is very good but it's not that you know what i mean does bj blastowitz mm-hmm. um does he speak or is he a he does speak Freeman man? he does speak um he is as all-american as it gets i mean he is like a meathead super like buff square head like square shade, jaw captain america and he speaks like a real american not like super like country ass like that. Just like he's maybe from like a it's small. Uh-huh. He could be from Blastowitz, America's best friend. <laughs> <He> could... <laughs> and I'm here to punch a Nazi in the face. My Ow. name is BJ Blastowitz. Here, hand me that assault rifle. He could be from like a small town in Pennsylvania or like a medium town in the South. My name is Clark Kent. I'm sorry, BJ Blaskowitz. <laughs> Kent Clarkowitz here <laughs> for WRPJ. The radio station. To punch Nazis, punch Nazis in their ears. Is our mission. Yep. It's a good game, though. So this is the first one. Are there, There's several, right? A there's new one two. came out last year? So there's there's the original Wolfenstein. That's not what you're playing. Which is not what I'm playing. Okay. That came out 20 years ago. It's too many years. Or something. It's, yeah. it's, it's like an original, one of the first 3D shooters ever. Like, you hear about Wolfenstein in the same breath as you hear, like, Doom. The original Doom. I see. Another game that's been remade. Um, recently, I heard that one was good. I want to play it, and that's part of why I'm playing this. Is I was going to buy Doom on Switch, and I was like, "Well, if I'm gonna play like a super heavy shooter like that, I might as well play the one I already own that I've heard great things about." That's fair. Yeah. The one caveat I have is I've heard some interesting dialogue around its portrayal of the Holocaust, yeah, and World War II and the Nazis, and whether it kind of accurately portrays the fact that they were like human beings who like committed genocide and i will say it doesn't do a great job of that like they're depicted as like freakish monsters yeah but it's not really and i actually did just start a scene in the game where you are in a work camp of some kind okay i had to turn it off but so we're gonna see how well that's portrayed yeah because it's Um, it's easy to make like nazis who live on the moon right horrible caricatures of a real thing that happened yeah but it's there's a hard nuance to be like these are still i mean they're not fictional they're not like aim agents right, right? they're yeah. not generic faceless yeah. minions of a 
like evil organization. Right. I mean, they are, but like the villain, it's a real thing that happened, and we have to sort of think about the it. villain in this game is this is an evil Nazi doctor who does unethical experiments on human patients, which is a real person that existed. Yeah, it's a fictionalized version of that person, but there was a real dude that did that. You know, so like it's it's pretty well reflective of reality in that sense. And it's this sort of alternate history thing, Yeah. but it really doesn't directly address that stuff, which makes sense because it was made by video game developers who know what video game fans are like. Yeah. And a lot of them hate Jews. You think so? Yeah. If you've been on the internet I lately, try not to be. Yeah. They hate everyone. There is like also, a yeah. not unsizable contingent of the gaming community. That's pretty shitty about Jews. So are they the same people who are shitty about women? Yeah. Yeah, I hate them. Mm-hmm. Sorry if you're a listener and you hate women and Jews. This yeah. is not the podcast nope. for you. So anyway, <laughs> the game is good. It's definitely not it's definitely worth playing just, you know, like anything if it tries to address a heavy topic and fails to, you need yeah. to recognize that while you're playing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And kind yeah. of do the self-criticism in your head of the game and go, "Oh, that's a little weird or a little badly done, but it's still fun to shoot the Nazis in yeah. this weird you know, I'm still going to enjoy universe. blowing my way out of this death camp when they inevitably give me a rocket launcher and let me like destroy the place or whatever. <laughs> but you know it's going to happen. Oh, it's got it. It's yeah. going to But while it builds the tension and makes me see the horrible things going on in there, yeah. I can say, well, I was that's okay. This is sort of okay the way they did this. Not great, but fine. Um, the other fun thing is I've been playing it on my computer with an Xbox controller, which is a lot of fun. Okay. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. So it's basically like you have an Xbox. Did you buy? You don't own an Xbox. I do not own an Xbox. So you bought this Xbox controller strictly mm-hmm. to. That's right. Which is why it now makes a lot of sense. You installed a Bluetooth. That's right. Uh, I installed a new Bluetooth card inside my uh, inside my desktop so that the controller would connect. To it. And I actually also had just bought a new mouse that I realized also has Bluetooth. So I'm just cleaning things up. Wait. Wait. Mm-hmm. Does it also have a dongle? The, the mouse? It does. But it was like, if your computer has Bluetooth, throw away this cheap piece of plastic. Exactly. Well, it's a good dongle because it's like the Logitech like unifying dongle. You can connect to any like Logitech, Logitech wireless thing to it. Yeah. Those are pretty good, by the way. If you if you need a mouse or keyboard, I really like the Logitech one. We are not sponsored by Logitech. We're not. We should be. Logitech, hit me up. At us, at Square. At Square on, on Twitter. Twitter. Square should we move on to our errands? Yeah, we could do some errands. Tell me what you got. Uh, Aaron and I would love to tell you about my errands. Here on Squarin, we uh, we do talk about the errands we run, sort of just because it's a fun little Come bit. Come on, we can't not, right? My name's Aaron. My name's Aaron. And we run Aaron. Right, and this is Squarin, the podcast yeah. about two people named Aaron. Running errands. Aaron running also, errands. Sort of. Yeah. Um, does it count as an errand if you order shampoo from Amazon because you didn't want to go to the grocery store? It's Aaron to Jason. It's Aaron to Jason. <laughs> Well, I did get uh, listeners will be happy to know I did get the shampoo I needed after Whole Foods let me down last uh, last episode. Um, so I did get new shampoo. If that doesn't count, because I was recently sick uh, this past weekend, yeah, um, I spent Sunday morning doing a fun errand run mm. which involved me getting a basket and then mm-hmm. it with orange juice and cough drops and dayquil and <laughs> i love that cvs trip or yeah, whatever it is exactly just spending like 40 dollars on anything that will possibly ease your pain please let me sleep please help me <laughs> please please i just want to drink this honey please drain my skull let me have some sleepy time tea Ugh, 
the best. Um, it worked. It was a great. Yeah. Yeah. Those things are so necessary. It was good. I had a. To be fair, I had a couple people who were like, "I can run you over some medicine at one. Like, I can come over this afternoon or whatever." And it was a very nice offer. But I just like rolled out of bed at eight after yeah. not being able to sleep because my Ugh, nose was stuffy. The worst. And then being like, "Okay." Let's go. Let's go to Harris Teeter. I'm getting everything that could possibly help me get out of this situation. And then I was like, I don't know, I'll be hungry. So I got like little uh, mandarin oranges. Oh, that's the best. And I was like, good little, or like in the sauce or whatever, in the juice. Perfect. I was like, this is a relatively healthy snack. Plus when you're sick, it's just so hard to get like calories of any kind. Yeah. That I always get just like whatever shit I want. You know what I mean? Like like, if you're hungry for it, you better eat it. Is a burger really good to eat when I'm sick? Yes because i'm hungry and i want a fucking burger i did buy a lot of soup i was good about soups i when i'm sick i always eat tom yum soup spicy lemongrass thai soup it's my favorite thing when i'm sick that is a good one i think i did end up ordering the first day i was sick yeah when i had a a big fever did i send you my tom yum soup restaurant yes you said here's where i get tom yum soup and i said they're not open until 5 p.m and i decided to wake up at 2 p.m so no i ordered from some other place it was pretty good still but it was tom yum soup and i got egg drop soup and i literally was like this i made a chinese food place just only deliver (laughs) just bring you over a tank bring me a soup smorgasbord that's the best um so that was my errand i like it how was your errand well i was gonna get a haircut but i had to reschedule it Aaron. i know Aaron. it feels like last week you also didn't have errands. it was a tough it's been a tough i have a hard time getting out of the getting out to where i need to go and here's what i have to say about that yeah i'm proud of you for trying thank you and your hair looks good thanks so it doesn't feel like you need a haircut it's not like it's overgrown it just needs some like edge work you like know a little love yeah just needs a little like shaping you know like a topiary bush. I'm trying a new barber too, so I'm like the le- <laughs> the least I can have them do this time, the better. Yeah, just so I can like. Test what happened them. last time you got a haircut? Last time I got a haircut, she took it all off. And you didn't want that? Nope. Yeah. I I'm pretty I'm I'm pretty like I like having my hair. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty big important part of like the way I look to me. It was hair? Hair is the a hair, part of it, yeah. and sort of a lot of it up top towards the top part <laughs> towards the top of your head and uh she took it all off and she said no yeah. hair for you i Aaron. said maybe a little bit shorter than last time and she decided to take a buzz trimmer buzzer to my top of my head oh my favorite just, a buzz trimmer buzzer yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's the technical term swooped it <laughs> in the haircuttery yeah. industry Aaron has studied haircuttery very yeah i have a four-year degree in haircutology the study of haircuts yep mm-hmm. exactly thanks for listening to square <laughs> Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, I would love to plug my phone in at some point. Yeah. Hey, that's a joke. Hey, I, I do have a charger you can use. It. I, it's not dead. Okay. It was, I thought the wordplay would be worth <laughs> that's it. Good. Um, well, actually, if we're getting to this part of the show, uh, the first time we recorded, I we hadn't picked a theme song yet, and now we have. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to thank Ozd. Ozed? Ozed? Ozd? Ozd? Um, O-Z-Z-E-D dot net. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used, oops, I forgot immediately what it was called. It's called. Getting Started from the album Friendship Adventure. It's great. And that's our intro and outro. Yeah. And I want to thank you, uh, Oz. Yeah, thanks for listening. And go list, go to Oz.net and listen to their stuff. There's a ton of really good chiptune music on there. Really good. Really cool stuff. We, we listened to all of it. We did. We, we spent a long time yeah. listening to all of this we music. We spent 45 minutes listening to Basically, all of the royalty-free chip tune on the internet. Top 
City. You should listen to that oh, one. So good. And I, we thought it was a little too jazzy for us, but it was good. Yeah. But getting started was was us. I like it. It's it us. us. It's, you so, know? it's just so us. Just so you and me. It's so Aaron. It's so Aaron. If we could have found a chiptune song named Aaron, that yeah. would have been perfect. It would have been but... perfect. What if it was bad though? Oh no. I think that's illegal. I'm allowed to sue for libel yeah, if they've right. used my name. Mm-hmm. They're liable to get sued for libel. Is it slander? There's, I don't know. What's the one where they're making my me look bad by using my name? I think that's libel. Yeah. Slander is when it's not true. Well, I'm not a bad chip song, so it would have been. That's slander. true. Yeah. You're right. Um, who do you want to plug? What do you want to plug? Uh, I don't know. I have another podcast called Faux Boys where I talk about the Doughboys podcast, which is a podcast about chain restaurants. If you like chain restaurants, go listen to Doughboys. And if you really like that, then you should listen to Faux Boys, my podcast about it. <laughs> listen to two pat two podcasts removed. Yeah. Yeah. It's two degrees of separation here. Um, but it's good. I want to plug the book series Cinder by <laughs> <laughs> The Lunar Chronicles by oh god, I think her name is uh Melissa Meyer. I love it. Marissa. It might be Marissa, Marissa Meyer. Marissa Meyer. Yes. Um, it's about a cyborg Cinderella, and I've just been reading all of them. It's perfect. It's it sounds good. incredible. Yeah. I'd like to plug my favorite young adult novel series, Please. Animorphs. Oh. It's really good. Um, I listened to a podcast about it called Morph Club that's also really good. You don't even have to reread the books if you've read them before and kind of know who the characters are. Yeah. What um, if you've Morph never read an Animorphs um, get, uh, get one out of the library. They're nice. They're right. good. They take like an hour to get there. They're easy. They're like really they're, smart. They're like, they're very basic. <laughs> they're for children, but. But they're good. Yeah. They're but good. they're for children. And also, as far as I understand about war. Yes. Yeah, it's heavy. Yeah. It's very well done. Heavy children. Yeah. No. Well, this has been Squaring. Thanks for listening Thanks to for it. Listening. And like, like, comment and subscribe at the link below. Yeah. We're pointing into the doobly-doo to, below yeah, us. Pointing yeah. Pointing down. Um, I'm Aaron. And I'm Aaron. And, uh, let's square up. Let's square up. Okay, that's a podcast. Do, 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 Um, Amy, listener Amy, how'd you do? Did you enjoy? Did you like us? This is our podcast. Mm-hmm. What did you like about it? You have to tell us. I like that you're both named Aaron. Yeah, that's most of the podcast. So yeah. we're Aaron. And I like that you're funny. Are we? I also like that I love both of you. Right? Are are we funny or do we think we're funny? <laughs> I think you think you're funny, <laughs> and I think I think that you think you're funny. Okay. okay, and it's funny to you that when we think that we think we're being funny. Sort of a second degree humor. Yeah. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Let's stop this. <laughs>